October the 12th, 2021, and you're listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. We are in Titus chapter 2 today, and it's a short chapter. It only has 15 verses in it, but a lot of good stuff in here. He starts the chapter by saying, but as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. So he is encouraging Timothy, or I'm sorry, not Timothy, but Titus to teach sound doctrine. And then he gets into behavior because he says that the older men should be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. The older women, likewise, that they may be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. So you say, it sounds a little odd because of the fact that he's emphasizing doctrine. He starts the chapter by emphasizing doctrine, and then he speaks more about how that this doctrine is going to have an effect on their lives that encourage the older men to be like this and encourage the older women to be like this and encourage the younger women to be like this and the younger men to act like this and then encourage everybody to work in a particular way. And so you kind of hear that and you're like, well, that kind of sounds like legalism because legalism says that I have to do these things in order to be saved. And the point that I think that Paul is trying to make here with Titus is people need to understand that it is it is of the utmost important to have your doctrine right but if your doctrine doesn't affect your way of life, it's not going to be effective in the world. So you can say these things that the gospel changes us and, and there's, you know, Jesus is our only hope and, and what you need is, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. You need to repent of your sins and put your faith in Jesus. But if that relationship doesn't have any effect on you personally, it's kind of empty words. So make sure that your life is backing up what you say that you believe. And it will have an effect on you. You know, somebody told me once, and I've never forgot it, he said, you know, you can't get something as big as God in you and it not have a radical effect on your life. And I really think that's how he ends the chapter here in verse 11 when he says, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteous, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. So if you are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, it not only secures your future, but it also should change your present. And what that means is it changes the way I live. And I I'm, don't want to do what the world wants me to do. I don't want to follow my ungodly passions and lust. I want to do what scripture says. I want to do what the word of God says. And I want to live in this present age with wisdom. I want to live the right way. I want to do the right thing. And I want to live a life to bring glory to God. I want to live godly in this present age. So the grace of God 
is poured out on us and we don't deserve it. And it's an incredible gift, but it should then have a radical effect on how we live on this earth. So this is not legalism. This is just the reality of if a person is saved by grace through faith, it's going to affect how they live here. And then when we live differently than the majority of the world, we are going to stick out. We are going to make a difference. It does look attractive. A different way does look attractive in the world. So let the Holy Spirit transform you. Let the Word of God transform you. And let it empower you to live differently than everybody else is living. And let the the Word of God change you from the inside out. The grace of God is not a license to do whatever we want. It's, it's the power to live a better way that then ultimately brings glory to God. And we change our culture and we change the situation by not doing the tactics of the world, but by rather following the Holy Spirit and the lead of Jesus who who teaches us not only the right things, but also the right ways to live to make a difference in the culture around us. So Jesus, would you help us to be so amazed by your grace, to so be so transformed by the gospel that it changes everything about us. It changes how we interact with people. It changes how we act. It changes how we work. And Lord, help us to not use grace ever as a license to do whatever we want to do, to follow our worldly passions, but to rather pursue you. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, have a great Tuesday. I will talk to you tomorrow. 